and all the time. God is good. And all the time. All right. All right. You may be seated. You may be seated. I'm amazed at the goodness of God today. I'm amazed at the goodness of God. When my, my beloved brother, he uh, called me on the phone some time ago. He said, hey, Vincent, um, the installation service is going to be on September 12th. I said, all right. That, that's mom and dad's anniversary. That's, that's kind of exciting. And I said, all right, it's going to be great. You know, I mean, Dad is going to really bring the word of God. It's going to be something else. He said, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, um, I'm not having Dad speak. Um, I'm going to ask you to speak. And I said, what? <laughs> I said, with all the, uh, the gifted ministers of the gospel you can think of, you're going to ask your brother to speak? And I said, with your dad here, you're going to ask your brother to speak? He, says, he said, Vincent, he said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, if I wanted anybody else to speak, I would have had them to speak. <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, yeah. so I stand here today with a word from the Lord. As I began to contemplate and begin to think about what does God want to say, I began to think about, I think back to, to uh, my childhood, and I can imagine that you can think about your childhood as well. When at the time that you were walking around outside and you came and, and stepped into some mud, and you walked into the door with mud on your feet, and your mom or your dad looked at, at you and you said, you know better than that. I think about times in my mind, uh, in my mind's eye, my mind goes back and I think about a time where where um, you're in school and you know the grades that you're supposed to have and, and you know you're capable of A's and B's but for some reason you bring home C's and D's and, and your parents look at the grade report and you said, you know, you can do better than that. And, and those three words, better than that, began to resonate in my mind. I was like, Lord, what do you want to say? And God said, you know, your people need to hear that sometimes God wants you to know that you can do better than that. So the Lord led me to a scripture, and it's a, it's a familiar text of scripture that we all know. It's found in John chapter 2, and we're going to look at several characters and themes in this story that before they, they came into this situation and after that, they can say that it was better than that. The story is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 2. Uh-huh. And we're going to look at the first 10 verses there. All right. And I'll be reading from the New International Version of the Bible. Amen. John, chapter 2, beginning there, verse 1. On the third day, a wedding took place in Cana of Galilee. Yes, Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, they have no more wine. Dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my time has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. 
Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from 10 to 20, 30, from, from 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not know where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best until now. <laughs> Better than that. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you, Lord, for how great you are. I thank you, Lord, that you are the awesome and that you are the sovereign God. I thank you, O oh God, that we read in your word that with you that there is nothing impossible. And as I stand here today, dear God, I ask that your Holy Spirit will be at work. And dear Lord, as I stand here as a glove is useless unless there is a hand inside. This your servant is useless unless your hand does the work. Move mightily in the place today. The God, I pray that if there is any hindrances or any distractions, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that you will move the enemy out of the way and allow your word to go forth in a powerful way. The God, I thank you now. And dear Lord, we are in this place. Uh, we are in this expectation of your presence working, bringing your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Before I go any further, I would like to give honor to God and to all of the other ministers who are in the house. I want to give special honor to my lovely wife, Jan. God bless you. God bless you. Have three children. God bless all of you. Have a host of family who is here today. I'm just excited about that. Um, I mean, the whole front section over here is our family, so God bless you. God is going to do something great and mighty. And just to give you a little background, there's Church of God on both sides, mom and dad. Um, God moves in great ways, and he challenges his people to do what he's calling them to do. Today we're looking at the subject better than that, and we're going to look at several characters or themes that reside in this story that after coming in contact with this situation, we can now say better than that. The first character we're going to look at is the character of Mary. In the story here, they find that there was no wine. To give you a little bit of background about this, this particular story, about the, the situation that we're in now, weddings back then were not like we have weddings now. Today, a person can go to Justice of the Peace, and in five minutes, they're married. During this time, the wedding was a, something that was a festival. It took place over days of a period of time. Matter of fact, it could last up to five to ten days was a marriage festival. And they all wanted everything to go very well. And so when it came to the time for their, that there was no more wine, that was a problem. And the problem was that they looked bad because they were not adequately prepared for the situation they had set up for. And so when Mary, who was an invited guest at this wedding, found out that there was no wine, she, 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 something got to happen. So she called upon her son. Um, 
Scholars believe that by this time that her husband Joseph had passed away and she was a widow. And so she looked to her older son for advice of what to do next. So she was the widow of Joseph the carpenter. That was the situation that she came into the story in. Yes. And what we're going to find out is through this situation that she's going to leave better than that. In the story, we see that there is Mary. She's the widow of Joseph the carpenter. The second character we're going to look at are the servants. Okay? Because Mary told um, the servants, whatever he says, do it. And when I think about the servants, it was, it was this group of, of people uh-huh. who probably had the menial jobs, the jobs that are in the background. Uh-huh. And matter of fact, what did Jesus tell them to do? He says, go get some water. Right. So those are these guys, the, the, the servants. That's who they are. Another character in the story we see are the water jars. Okay. The water jars. There were six stone water jars, uh-huh. the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing. Uh-huh. Yes. So what they were, they were, what they were, was just bathtubs. Okay. Right. Now remember, now we're going to see that as we as we go through the story, we're going to see that before they were one thing, yeah, yeah. and after that they're going to be better than that. All right. Okay. The next thing we see in the story is the water itself. Okay, we're going to see now that water, but later on in the story, we're going to see that it is better than that. Better than that. All right, now, let's walk through the story. All right. So Mary sees Jesus and says, Jesus, do something about this. And I imagine in her mind, I, that she sees Jesus here with his followers, that perhaps they could gather together some money and come up with a solution to the problem. Um, because, you know, she had her husband before, but in that, in that society, what tends to happen is whoever is the oldest male in the family, he's yes. the one that's responsible for making something to happen. Yes. Yes. And the first thing that Jesus says is, dear woman, why do you involve me? This is, this is their thing. This is what they're responsible for. This is their problem. Why are you asking me to handle it? But what we're going to see through this story is that Jesus will be moved from a person who is not involved to become a man who is a man of compassion. You see, he went from just a casual person who was invited to being the solution of the problem. Through this story, we find out that Jesus was better than that. The servants. The servants were the cleanup people. They were the people behind, behind the scenes. They were the water gatherers. They were the guys who did not have anything important to do. So Jesus said to the servants, go fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Now, when I look at that particular part of the scripture, um, one thing stands out for me. Uh, A couple things stand out. Number one, it wasn't just one servant. It was a group of people. And matter of fact, the idea of working together, um, that's something that that, that God appreciates. Matter of fact, the first time in the Bible where God said it was not good was when man was alone. (laughs) Working together. Working together. Now, the job that they were doing was a difficult thing. They had to fill these jars of water. There were six of them. Uh, Let's just say it was 20 gallons apiece. 
So six times two is 12. So they had to find 120 gallons of water. Yes, sir. Now, in our minds context right now, where we live here in the United States, we're, we're so blessed. All we do is we set up six jars or six, six tubs of water. We get the water hose and we just fill them up. Now, uh, the one thing I would like to see is that if you want to achieve better than that, it, it takes hard work. This wasn't an easy task. They had to, I imagine they had to walk to the well. <laughs> They had to let a jar of vessel down into the well. Yes, sir. They had to pick it up and they had to make several trips to fill up those 120 gallons of water. Right. You see, in our life, <laughs> we yes. want to have a life that's better than that, but we don't want to have Preach. the hard work Preach. that Preach. goes Preach. with it. We want a life of better than that, but we see here in this story that there are some things that must take place in order for us to achieve the better than that. Yes, sir. Better than that. These servants had to do hard work, but they worked together. There's a phrase. Together, everyone accomplishes more. They work together. And I think that's something for us in the room together as we look around. If you want to see something that's better than that, let's work together so that, make, so that can happen. Amen. <laughs> By yourself is hard, but together, it's better than that. So the servants, before they were the cleanup people, they were the water together, they were behind the scenes. But after they did what Jesus said, they filled the waters to the brim. Then Jesus told them to do something that was, un, that was out of the ordinary, because they were just water together. They weren't special people. They were just ordinary people. But listen to what Jesus told them to do. Jesus says, now draw some out and take it to who? The master, the master of the banquet. Mm -hmm. right. I can imagine in my mind's eye that these are the guys who were the, the bus table people. They were the ones that clean off the table. And, but now, you know, they are, they put the shoulders back and I imagine they straighten themselves out a little bit. And they, they walked over to the, to the master of the banquet and began to pour because now they realize that no longer were they water gatherers, but now that they are wine servers. You see, now they're better than that. Mm. I can imagine that some of you may see that God is calling you to something that's better than that. Whatever job that you have right now in life, if you listen to Jesus, you find out that God has something for you that's better than that. You see, before they were behind the scenes, now they are walking up to the nice table. Now they're going to the master of the ceremony because now they realize that because of an encounter with Jesus, I'm better than that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> better than that. Better than that. Another, another character in the story that, that, that is not talked about are the, are the water jars. The water jars. Six stone water jars, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. And the job was to hold the water for the washing, the ceremonial washing. Because Jews were people who, who 
If they come to a particular situation, things had to be made clean. Yes, so if you will give you another kind of metaphor of what kind of jars these were, they, they were, they were washing basins or wash tubs. That's what they were. They were wash tubs. Come on, sir. Wash me, Lord. They were wash tubs. Now, but look, look at what happened after the encounter with Jesus. After they were filled with water by the servants, and uh, the servants who now were wine servers, those water jars now became wine vessels. They're better than that. They used to be jars they used to clean people's dirty hands and feet. Mm. They used to be just the cleaning supplies. Mm. Now they're wine vessels. No longer were they cleaning vessels. Now they bring pleasure and enjoyment. It used to be the dirty, stinky water. <laughs> now it's the best wine. Mm. Mm. Now everyone would know that they are better than that. Mm. Better than that. Better than that. This, this, this particular story in the Bible has such a profound effect upon more than just the servants and the water jars. It had a profound effect upon Mary herself. Because Mary was just before, was just the widow of Joseph the carpenter. But after this story, she realized that she was the mother of the Son of God. Mm, mm. She was better than that. Jesus, before this miracle, was just a guy with 12 followers. <laughs> but after the miracle, she was, he was the Son of God. He was better than that. So as I begin to go through this, this, this text and think about where we are today, God had something that he laid upon my heart. And he said that, you know, the things that, that people experience right now, it's, it's good, it's great, it's great. All right, all right. And all the many years that we've experienced here at Shadydale, it's been, it's been awesome. Okay, but listen okay. to the words in John chapter 14. And these are the words of Jesus. Jesus says, I tell you the truth, John chapter 14, verse 12. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. Here's the key part, here's the key part here. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to my Father. That scripture just stirred something in me. Because I began to think back to all the times where I seen the people who got that little bracelet that says WWJD. You know, they would say, what would Jesus do? And I began to think about how Jesus, when he, when he just told those guys to do that and the water was turned to wine and how 
how fantastic of a miracle that was. I began to look at that story and I began to think about how Jesus uh, was speaking on the Sermon on the Mount and many people were there listening to the words that he said. I began to think about those things. And I began to think about his followers and who they were. I think about Peter who was so impulsive that when the people came to get him, they, he took a knife and he swung at him and cut off the guy's ear. And then he turned around and then he, he denied Jesus three times. But then Jesus said something. He said, he said, he said, greater things will you do because I go to my father. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I began to think about who these guys are, who some of these guys are, and what things they did. When Peter, after the day of Pentecost, yes, he was filled with the Spirit because Jesus left. Yes. Yes. Jesus left, he went away. He left because he was going to send his comforter back. Why? Because he said that we were going to do greater things than he did. Peter stood up there on the day of Pentecost. And he preached one little sermon. And 3,000 folks got saved. Jesus went around healing. Peter was so anointed by God's Holy Spirit that his shadow caused people to get up. Jesus stayed in a small area. Jesus stayed in a small area. But Paul went around the world preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, if you look at Paul... When he encountered Jesus, he was one who wanted to kill God's people. But after he came in contact with Jesus, he was to the point that he was responsible for writing most of the New Testament. It goes further. My father, he told us when growing up, he says, I'm going to teach you how to do this, do something. Like we had to dig a water line from the from the well to the trailer park. And we will, we will be out there working. And we will be digging. And you know, he's, he showed us how to do it. He says, now I want you to do it better than that. You see, and, and the, here's the thing. For those who are, who are in any type of field, when you're teaching someone else, you want them to become better than you are. So Jesus, when he left to go to his father, he wanted us to become better than that. Better than that. See, that's a story for us in here to listen to today. No matter where you are, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a person sitting in a church, God has something for you that is better than that. You see, Jesus came, he lived, he died, he rose again, so our lives can't be better than that. You see, in John chapter 10, verse 10, he said, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus has come so our lives can be better than that. So our lives can be to the full. Here at Shadedale, there has never been another pastor. There's only been Pastor Samuel Greer. Now there's Pastor Darius Miller. So you know what Pastor Greer would like for us to happen? He would like for it to be better than that. There's a lot of pastors here uh, who are here from all parts of the, the state of Texas. And, and you know what? God wants us to come together to make Texas better than that. You see, God wants us to do something really amazing in our lives. But the only way he can do it is we open up our hearts and allow his spirit to work. And as his presence works, we can be in partnership with the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And our lives can be 
better than that. May God bless you. May his face work in your life.